Welcome to the Burnout Bet Show here on BurnoutSports.com. Um, Mike, we're uh, talking today about the IndyCar Chevrolet Detroit Grand Prix. Um, it is the last race at Belle Isle, and the odds are out. Um, we got a couple different sites that we're going to be working on with tonight. Um, we're going to start here at DraftKings. Um, qualifying today was, well, I mean, it was interesting to say the least. Uh, a lot of drivers, Dixon, Pillow, uh, Rossi, didn't get their qualifying kind of uh, final runs in because of Grosjean's crash. Um, and I think a few other drivers also didn't get it going um, or, or had some scenarios where they just weren't able to uh, kind of get that last flying lap and, and possibly to advance to the top six or some of them even the top 12. So, uh, you know, Detroit, uh, Belle Isle, it's, it's a hard race to handicap as we've talked about before. And, uh, I mean, with the race, I'm not even, it's going to be a hard race to e even see, you know, uh, make picks here, but we're going to do our best. Um, and Mike, did you get to get a chance to watch any qualifying or practices? Yeah, got the chance to watch practice today, Jared. Uh, got a chance to kind of follow along on qualifying online. Uh, but yeah, like you said, uh, Detroit is an extremely tough race to handicap. And uh, it's evident in what we're looking at right here at the odds board. Like the odds board's a total crap show. Uh, the books don't know how to value this thing. Um, you know, you got the guy, uh, Hilo Kestrinev, is starting in fourth place all the way down the board at 15 to 1. Uh, New Gardner's your favorite at plus 350. Uh, which is a much higher number than you know you're used to and and look this race has historically been kind of a mess uh, the last two years you've seen the guys uh, that started in 15th and 16th position gone on to win this race and erickson and award um so you know the books are showing you right now there's a ton of big numbers out there bigger numbers than you usually get um you know we looked at a top six uh our fast six only included what two championship contenders all of the all of the big dogs are down below um you mentioned Pillow. Uh, Dixon starting ninth, McLaughlin 10th. Uh, you know, Rossi was a guy who I, I bet before qualifying at 30 to one. He's been fast in every practice. I was all amped up for him to make that top he, six. Uh, he got stuck out. Yeah, he got, he was one of the ones that did get stuck out. I mean, if you look on this front page, I mean, Dixon's not even on it. So we're, we're in for it. Yeah, when, when, that's crazy. When, when, like, we got to scroll down and get he's barely, to one on he's Dixon. barely off it, but he, he's just, just off the front page for us at least. Yeah, I mean, Dixon, you know, starting ninth, four to one for top three, uh, you know, probably sign me up for that. Um, you know, I'm still working on the betting car. We'll talk through some strategy stuff uh, here in a little bit uh, on what we like and what we're looking for. But um, yeah, like, you know, the top three odds uh, usually correlate to, you know, the to win odds. It's just a computer algorithm. And, and because these odds are so strong out and books really have no clue what to do, uh, we're getting some pretty good top three odds. Uh, on some guys here. And like I said, the guys already starting in fourth, Helio is four to one. Now, you know, I don't know how much I trust Helio. Uh, he snuck his way into that top six. He hasn't been there. Uh, he doesn't have a great history at this track, but um, you know, you got some other guys at the top here that we can uh, look to bet on and look to put some top threes on. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's going to be an interesting race. And, and I mean, a lot of damaged cars basically uh, in practice, uh, a lot of damaged cars, a lot of accidents uh, in qualifying. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting just to see. It could be an attrition race, you know, who 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 gets up there. Um, honestly, I, I don't I didn't watch enough practice to see how uh, passing was and if that was something that there were uh, if there were some spots where cars were being being able to pass. 
Um, I don't know if you had a chance to check any of that out um, or, or if notice yeah, man, I think if they were able to pass. Yeah, I got to watch uh, some of the race last year and, uh, you know, it all came down to tires, right? Award made a huge charge and it all came down to Award uh, having the right kind of tires and the right tires at the right time. So if you're on fresh reds uh, and you're on Ward Blacks, uh, you know, those guys are going to be able to pass. So it's a, it's a strategy race for sure. Like I said, that's why you've seen people in the back. So from a betting perspective, you know, I'm thinking, all right, how can I take it? You know, how can we take advantage of this? And like I said, those odds are strung out. So. Uh, you know, the decision for me is going to be one of two things. You know, I'm either going to kind of I was already looking to put some eggs in the award basket. Uh, he's over at a different book at six to one. Uh, you know, so we always preach shop around, get the best line at DraftKings. He's four and a half to one. Um, but, you know, you either want to kind of look to kind of target New Gardner and award the top there. Uh, maybe just kind of pick those two. Maybe maybe sprinkle Herta, who I think you know has a shot coming in from seventh. But, um, you know, I put my faith either in those two guys or. Uh, I'm going to spread my bets out, maybe have a bigger card, maybe pick like five, six guys uh, in that 15 to one range, you know, start with Helio at 15, uh, Erickson at 15. Uh, you know, we know he loves this track. You know, I had originally planned to kind of fade him, but considering what happened in qualifying here, you know, it is, you know, there's anything can happen at this track. I'm uh, still holding a Rossi ticket. I have a VK ticket from before uh, my ticket, unfortunately with VK, I think is 18 to one. He's at 30 now. So maybe, you know, might look to jump in on his top three or actually his top five at three to one sounds pretty good. So, uh, you know, I think the, the betting angle for me is going to be either choose the guys at the top uh, or sprinkle a bunch at the bottom. Or, you know, the other option here is because we're getting such good numbers, you know, plus money uh, on the top threes and the top fives, um, make a bunch of those. You know, you can win three of those in the top threes. Uh, you pick six, you hit all three in the top three. You're going to make a big profit for the week for sure. Uh, when especially when you're talking about guys that are four to one, three to one, two to one, uh, typically your top three market, your your top three guys might even be minus money. So to get everybody a plus money, this just shows that books of, don't know what happen. Yeah, a lot lot of plus money on the board, which what we talked about is like not normal, um, at least for for early IndyCar odds and on a on a on a track that. Well, I mean, we've definitely seen them race here before, but but this being the last time. Um, it should be interesting. Uh, speaking of different books, um, we're going to start here with, with DraftKings. And, I mean, we, we've talked a little bit about it, but d do you have a play here, Mike, on this on this front DraftKings board, whether it be uh, – let's, let's start with winners. Uh, is there anybody that you like, you know, to throw some money down on the win uh, here on this DraftKings board? Yeah, yeah. Um well, it's going to be a award probably for me and in New Garden. I'm probably going to decide to just put my money on those two guys. Uh, award, I'm going to shop around and find a better number, which we'll switch to and talk about in a second here. Um, I'm really tempted to jump on on Helio. It doesn't really make sense. The guy starting in fourth is 15 to one, and his teammate is eight to one at half the odds. You know, if I if I just took the uh, if I just erased the name and looked at that 15 to one starting in fourth place. That's probably what I'd be betting. So might put a little bit on that as well as uh, Erickson as well. Maybe Erickson can break the line dike or line dike curse, if you want to call it that, and, and, and went back to back here. Yeah, he he is, I mean, just from his interview, he feels super confident. This car is the same car that won the Indy 500 last weekend. Um, of course, they've changed it over to a, a road course setup, but the car is strong. Erickson is strong. That team is strong. And I think we would have seen at least Dixon in that 
you know, in, in that second or that top 12, uh, that top six, um, if they didn't, if they didn't have that, uh, that red flag situation where they didn't get to finish their lap. But, um, yeah, Sato's up there, um, you know, at nine to one, he's fast. He was putting on some laps today and qualifying. Um, I mean, we can go down the board a little bit here. Uh, you know, powers there at 25 to one, uh, you know, Malukas has had uh, a really good, a really good. I don't, I'm not exactly. Do you know where he's starting, Mike? Uh, I believe Malukas is is starting uh, fifth. Yeah, so he. I mean, six. he's been. Excuse me, yeah, six. He, he's right behind on Ward, starting starting six. Yeah, so he was in that top that top six, that fast six, and he's going off at thirty to one. Even that top five is plus three hundred. So um, he's got a good. The coin cars are good here. Um, at least, you know, currently, um, Kirkwood led practice early. Uh, he did damage his hand. Uh, he, he said in, in an interview that it was, it was significant, but he seems, he seems to, uh, to be able to go ahead and go. Uh, he's got a fast car. So a lot of interesting storylines, I would say with this race, there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, I'm sure it's going to be an attrition race. I'm sure, you know, even Newgarden, who was talking about during his um, during his qualifying run, he's like, "Man, I felt like I was l I was losing in almost every turn, much less every lap." You know, um, so so it's going to be a tough one out there, but it should be exciting uh, as we continue down the board. Um, I mean, there's some really long odds. You know, Connor Daly actually had a pretty fast car. He gained a lot uh, from practice qualifying. I think he has said he, he was actually pretty happy that he just missed out on that top or you know advancing to the next i think it was the top 12 um he just missed out on that he was seventh so he's probably going starting off at 13th or 14th but he gained like three seconds in the uh you know it basically from the start of practice you know to qualifying so he was pretty happy with the improvement i know that um i'm not really sure there's anyone else uh, y you know that that Malukas top top five is seems like a pretty pretty interesting bet. Um, I'd probably fade the Ray Hall cars. I haven't seen too much from them that would make me want to you know put any money on. Um, Pelos sitting there. Uh, I mean, he's somebody who is generally a lot higher on the board on this. Um, you know, but but because of his qualifying effort, he's. He he's kind of there at eighteen to one, or even a you know a top three at f at five to one, and you know he's a guy who just continually, continually shows up at at the end of the race. He's he's around, you know. Um, so it should be interesting, is all I'm saying. Um, I'm not sure. Yeah, for me, man, if if you if, yeah, if you're gonna if you're gonna take a yeah if you're gonna try to pick one of these guys off at the bottom, you know, maybe in that 30, 40, 50 to one range. Um, you know, that's where I, that's where I've talked about splitting your bet. So uh, you have the top five options here at DraftKings. You know, some books only have top threes, but, you know, just, you know, you're going to want to, if you have 10 bucks, you know, I would throw three of it on the win bet at the 40, 50, 60 to one and put the other uh, seven on, on the top five or the top three number. Uh, that way you're, you, you still can turn a profit and you're not crying you know, when the guy comes in second or third at, you know, those long shots, they're long yeah. shots for a reason, you know, nothing below really, you know, Graham has had good history here. The Malukas thing is interesting. If he can kind of hang uh, at three to one for his top five, maybe he can just keep it clean and not do anything dumb and just kind of roll it in. He's, he was quick. He was the surprise, you know, but uh, 
but I would I would make sure to say you split you got to split your bets uh, you know and kind of you know don't put it all in one basket kind of split it up I like to do that I like to kind of mix half my bet on the top three half my bet on the win especially when you're talking about the longer odds here oh cool well uh, you know winners top threes top five DraftKings has them all out um but we're going to get into some different bets because you know we love matchups we love matchups and stuff like that I think we're going to go over to Caesars uh let's see what we got here uh, the Caesars plays. We got some matchups here. Um, looks like we got. I mean, we could just kind of go down the board here, Mike. We got Marcus Erickson uh, versus Scott McLaughlin. Um, pretty good numbers for Caesars. Uh, they must have heard us talk about how atrocious the uh, numbers, or the matchup numbers, were in the past. Um, wh what are you seeing here that might uh, jump out? Uh, jump out to you, Mike? Yeah. Yeah, hopefully everybody listened to us and nobody bet those crazy uh, minus 200 lines that Caesars was trying to post. These are much better numbers. Uh, and right away, uh, there was really one matchup that jumped out at me on the Caesars board, and it was this one, Erickson over McLaughlin, with McLaughlin being a slight favorite. That looks backwards to me. Uh, I would have uh, I would have had the minus 120 attached to Erickson's name, um, but it's all about where the money's going and, and where the names are, and people saw the McLaughlin's won two races, but... I mean, Erickson's your 500 champ. That's got to account for, you know, something uh, that people saw. So this is the one that this is the one that jumped out to me. This is the one I like uh, the most on this board that I would I would bet right now would be Erickson over McLaughlin. You're also getting a grid. Uh, you're getting uh, he's higher up on the grid than McLaughlin, and he's got way better track history here. So uh, this is one where I think the wrong guy is favored, and uh, I like this one. So uh, that's the first one for me. Um, you know, Caesars right now is the only place we're seeing with matchups. I expect tomorrow, uh, you know, DraftKings will post matchups and Barstool will post matchups and so on and so forth. So we always preach shop around, see what, see what's out there. They're doing different drivers. But uh, as we go down, um, really there wasn't much more that I liked on here. They, they, they pitted a ward and new gardener against each other. The guys starting one and two, you know, for me, like the, the value there is just take the plus money with the guy in second and, you know, I'm not going to pay minus 140 for the two guys that I think are the the, the right favorites to win the race. Uh, Sato and Pagano right above them. Um, you know, Pagano, Pagano, a slight favorite over Sato. There's another one where the grid doesn't match up. Sato is starting second. Sato's got good history. You know, I probably have a lean to Sato there, and it's based on that number. He's almost even money uh, compared to Pagano. I don't see really any difference in, in uh, the car. You know, Sato's a guy I don't like to bet. You know, in, in betting the uh, – the uh, no chance, no attack, no chance motto is not the greatest for uh, a gambler. So Sato is not a fan, of, uh, a favorite of mine, just because he's put mm -hmm. too many of my bets into the wall with his no attack, no chance motto. Um, so, but that's, you know, but it's about the number. Um, and then I think the bottom one there, uh, if you scroll down is, is Rossi versus Dixon. That's a tough one to bet too. Um, you know, they got Dixon slided, uh, pitted as the favorite there. But Rossi's been quick at this track, and Rossi's moved up the road, you know, moved up the the grid on this track, passing a ton of people over the past year. So both of them got decent track history. Rossi's been faster in practice. Um, mm. You know, I obviously liked Rossi enough to place a bet on him before practice and qualifying. It was looking great. Um, it's still, you know, I'm still okay with it given the history of this race. He's mid pack. You know, that's mm. where the winners have come from. And then. Mm. Uh, yeah, he's finally, starting what finally. two spots. He's starting two spots behind Dixon. Uh, Dixon's in ninth, and Rossi's in eleventh. So, yep. I mean, yeah, that seems like minus twenty five, one twenty five seems kind of steep uh, to go th to go 
you know, with with only two grid spots, plus with Rossi's success at this track, and you got to think that Rossi might be feeling, you know, a little bit of like relief. Um, you know, I think he still is a very competitive guy, and and once I mean we know this, and he wants to win. So he, so just with the with the Air McLaren announcement, um, you got to think that he might be driving a little bit looser, you know, a little bit more like, okay, this is out, but I'm still going to go hard with my team. Um, so that that is something I kind of like there, Th that matchup at minus 105, Rossi over Dixon. Um, like I said, it's going to be a wild race, I think. There's going to be a lot of, lot of jumping around. I don't think it's going to be just a single-file thing. I think the tire wear is something that we talked about even last year. It's going to continue this year, and I think we're going to have have some movement in the grid. Yeah, I'm with you there. And Rossi, hey, you know, he probably doesn't give – maybe he'll be a little more aggressive because he probably doesn't give uh, two darns about tearing up Andretti's equipment anymore, right? <laughs> Not as much, at least. <laughs> so, Not as much, yeah. Yeah, they come out of his paycheck. He's going elsewhere. Like, he's not going to get yelled at by uh, Michael about about crashing his car if he's trying to move to the front, maybe uh, Chrome Horn and a few folks. So, yeah, yeah man. And then, uh, you know, this last matchup, you know. Yeah, let's talk about the last Go ahead. one. Go ahead. I, I think this last one's very interesting. I mean, like you said, Elio is somebody who um, he really – it probably surprised a lot of people how well he, he performed and starting in fourth. Um, but we know Colton Herta. He's only three spots back. I mean, that we, I could see a scenario where Herta jumps and, you know, by the end of the first or second lap, you know, or the first or second turn, you know, Herta's right there, right on Elio's back – or even pass him. So that's something that, you know, you're, 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 you know, minus 120 is not too bad. Um, you know, the heads up kind of match up. You're going to have those odds. You know, the, the books have to make their money. So that would be something in, in this matchup. I'm probably going to throw a little bit on that. I like her to over Castro Neves in that scenario. Yeah, man. Uh, I agree with you on. Uh, I agree with you on that one. I would lean Herta over Castro Neves. And the books are telling you they don't trust Castro Neves. He's buried at 15 to 1, and Herta's our, our third guy on the board in most books as far as our, our favorites. So uh, right there, the sports books are telling you they don't believe in Castro Neves, and I don't think neither of us do either. Um, you know, so like uh, yeah, he's a great Herta. guy. Great guy. But yeah, yeah. The, uh, when you're betting, you're betting for numbers, you're betting for money. Um, you want to make the right play. Yep. All right. Um, I don't know if there's any more matchups. We had the we talked about everything here. Uh, I do want to go over to Barstool Sports. Let's look at this one here. Uh, Barstool's got some. Did we say? I, I think we were we talking. They might have had some some other matchups here. Yeah. So uh, I haven't seen any matchups yet. Maybe they could be up now. But if what we're talking about, man, is we always tell people shop around if you have different books available to you. Because uh, if you're looking at the book that the lines you had right there, for instance, right off the top, New Gardner is plus 300 uh, winner there. He's 350 at DraftKings, uh, while his award is is uh, six to one here at mm. Barstool, where he was only four and a half to one at DraftKings. So That's a big if you're going to bet too. New Gardner, yeah, if you're going to bet New Gardner, head on over to DraftKings, get that get that 350. Uh, and if you're going to bet award, absolutely, that's a big difference. You want to do it here. Um, there's other some slight differences elsewhere too. There's uh, DraftKings actually after besides the six to one. I guess I guess Barstool wants some award money because they've got him at the highest number. Everybody else is a little shorter. So DraftKings had Helio at fifteen, I believe. Sato Pagano were both nine. 
Um, but look, you know, in the long term, that matters. It's, you know, when you're we're trying to pick winners in IndyCar, it's it's hard. I mean, we've had what? Well, there's a different poll, a uh, different poll winner every race, I believe. Uh, we get different, you know, we've had multiple winners only once besides McLaughlin and I believe Newgartner. Uh, you know, it's not easy to pick winners. So, you know, that getting that 15 to one instead of 12 to one or that six to one instead of four and a half to one, you know, if you're trying to build a bankroll and make some money it is, is a big deal. You want the best number available out there. Then the last thing Barstool has uh, there at the bottom, there's a couple of props up uh, props. Our, our Honda versus Chevy and our even versus odd. And one one thing you, Mike, we talked about off air. Maybe stay away from the car, or or wait, did we see the even odd, or, or was it the car number of the race winner? Which one? Uh, yeah, you know, about? so yeah. Well, well, I I did pretty well on props for the Indy Five Hundred. Uh, it was uh, you know, most of the props that we, almost all the props we talked about were winners uh, on the Burnout Bet Show for the Indy Five Hundred. The only one that wasn't a winner was Odd versus Even. Uh, if Award would have come through. I would have been a, a winner there. I think I lost ten bucks to to our partner Tony on that. Um, you know, now they've got these things juiced up pretty pretty big based on what the qualifying results are. And and this race being you know such a mess, uh, usually as far as you know all the different strategies, the tires, all the stuff that happens. Honestly, if you're gonna bet, if you're gonna have some fun and bet these, uh, I would keep it small and I would just take the plus money, take take the take the uh, underdog in both. Um, I'm not going to pay 186 for even. Uh, I'm looking at the list here. You, we went through it. You're going to get obviously you get New Gardner with even, who's the favorite of the race, um, and you get pretty much you know Pagano, Castro Neves, Malukas, Herna, Erickson. So yeah, I don't know. I, I guess I'm a sticker for all. <laughs> yeah, I tell you. I mean, I mean, I I probably I like the Chevy um, plus 118. I mean, or one yeah 118. I I think. I mean, I could see a scenario where Newgarden just wants to win, and I mean, they all do. But but he's starting up front. Um, then there's four Hondas behind him, and then Pato. Um, I feel like that's uh, you know, it, like you said, make a small bet. Don't you know? Don't don't risk anything you're not willing to lose. But a plus money on the pole sitter, um, th and the rest of the Chevys in the field. Um, so I feel like that's a that's a solid bet. Um, minus 155 is just way too much and then of course down here minus 186 on the car number is way too much uh so um yeah, yeah i don't know I would, the only thing i would say is yeah i mean kind of like a little strategy kind of thought process thing like you know chevy sitting there at plus 118 well we're looking at the board you just said it it's award and new gardener are the chevys that are up front um, and they're surrounded by Hondas everywhere. Well, award and then I would just go bet award and New Gardner and leave the take the money you were going to put on Chevy and just put it on award and New Gardner, thinking that you know they're more likely to be the Chevys that win the race, and you're going to get it at you know four to one and six to one uh, versus versus even money. Yeah, no, that's a good point. That's why Mike's uh, here every every week on the Burnout Bet Show when we're <laughs> doing shows, and I'm here uh, most of the time, um, sometimes behind the scenes, but. I don't know, Mike. Uh, it's going to be a fun race. Um, I'm glad that there's. I'm glad that they they didn't just like punt odds and stuff after the after the 500. I'm glad there's some good stuff up. You got to find it. You got to search for it on different sites. But overall, um, I mean, we got a pretty good betting card to to kind of throw some money around and try and try and have some have some action on the race itself. 
yeah uh you know i hope every hope everybody uh got something from what we were talking about and and uh yeah it's great on the, the books will put up numbers they'll take our money you know they don't they'll they'll find ways to take our money and, and look they'll move the lines you know these lines are different because you know i imagine that barstool's taking a bunch of new garter money they're not taking any award money and then you know they'll move the lines as money comes in and as any car betting hopefully grows and grows you know you'll see even more differentiation in the market and lines moving a little bit quicker and you got to get to things uh faster so uh yeah so uh you know we'll uh i'll, I'll have the betting card out tomorrow I'm going to keep kind of digging in, doing some research, you know, kind of decide if we want to go more of the top three, top five route and sprinkle across the board or or maybe just pick the new Gardner Award uh, route to take. Um, we'll see, you know. Uh, so we'll have that out on Twitter. Follow me at any bet. I'll tag at Burnout Bets. Uh, you can follow the Burnout Bets stuff and we'll keep uh, as the, as more matchups come out. You know, the matchups are the gold uh, where you can, you know, that's where you can make your most money. Uh, we'll tweet the matchup, matchups we like and uh, – and everybody, hopefully, everybody enjoys the race and, and wins some money. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks for watching. Thanks for following along at Burnout Sports on Twitter and all the socials. Follow us on YouTube um, at Burnout Sports and BurnoutSports.com. Uh, for Mike, I'm Jared, and Tony is off tonight, but he'll be back. And we'll talk. Uh, what's next week? Um, Bell, Road America. Uh, Road America. So we'll, we'll talk some Road America racing next week. Good luck with your bets. And have a good night.